Today's daf is daf nun beis. We're actually still at the bottom of nun aleph, amid aleph at the two dots. We learned in the Mishnah that even though minat Torah, there is a parsha of motivemiktas, meaning if you have Reuben comes to Shimon and says, "Give me back my hundred dollars that you either you owe me or that I deposited by you," and Shimon says that I only owe you fifty or I paid you only 50, we'll discuss in Bamatziah all the specifics, but this concept of motive mixtas, hatayna yeshava, is that since you're admitting to part of the claim, so then you have to not pay. You have to swear on the balance in order not to have to pay. You don't want to swear, then you're going to have to pay it. This is no motive mixtas. So the Chachamim established, again, this part of the, for the, the, the Tikkun Olam, is the Chachamim made the following Takana, that let's say somebody comes to you and says that I found your wallet. And you open up the wallet and say, one second, I had a hundred dollars in there when I lost it, now there's only fifty. So you could think that this would fit the Torah rule of motive and mixtus hataina yeshava. And if the guy says, no, there's only fifty there, so no, but swear on the other fifty that you didn't pocket it. So the, 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 uh, we learned in the Mishnah that for Tikkun Olam purposes, why is it a Tikkun Olam? Because if you make a guy swear on the remaining 50, someone was going to touch the last object, I might end up having to take an oath, and there would be a return to maybe you don't have to make it. That, that was the, uh, the Tikkun Olam, that's for the, the for Shavasavveda. Now, Tikkun says like this, let's see, I'm a Rabbi Yitzhak, we're going to learn Rabbi Yitzhak, and then obviously circle back to our Mishnah. He says, the Shnei Kisim Kshurim Matsosali, that somebody shows up and says, listen, I found your wallet. So the, the owner says, one second, I have two wallets tied together. Where is the second wallet? You're only returning one, but I had two of them tied together. He says, but I only found one. I don't know what happened to your second one. Nishba says Rabbi Yitzchak, that's the classical motive of Miktas. He has to swear that what? that he only found one, and he does not have the other. Let's say the person comes and says, I found your ox. And he says, one second, I had my two oxes. When I lost them, they were two tied together. Where is the other one? He says, oh, I only found one. In such a case, he doesn't make the oath. Forget about the, tik, the Tikkun Olam of Ashavah Zaveda. We're going to get to that. But just some understanding Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak holds that when he says there's two kissim tied together, you can make him swear on the second kiss. When they're two shwarim together, why can't you make him swear on the second shor? Some words is like this. I'll tell you why. Because that natural order, when you have two oxen that are tied together, they will pull apart. But man, ba, uh, but but uh, uh, that are tied together won't naturally pull apart. Therefore, what so the way Rashi explains it is like this: is the taina of the person who lost it is considered to be a taina's bari in the case of the kissim, but it's not considered to be a taina's bari in the case of shvarim. Meaning, I'm claiming that I from you my second uh, uh, kiss, my second wallet. Why am I claiming that? Because we're two tied together. Now, this, if they actually had been two tied together, it makes sense that the person who found it 
would have found both of them. And therefore, the claim of the, uh, of the owner is considered to be a strong claim. That means like this, the Chorah, if there were two, you should have found two. Now, I don't know what you found, but my claim is strong enough over there to say that therefore, it, you have this one, the second one. But even in the case of Shvarim, even if there had been two Shvarim that had been tied up, but my claim that there were two tied up, it's not really a strong claim that therefore, therefore you should have found two. Because even if it's true that I lost the two and they were tied together, that doesn't mean that you would have found the two. So therefore, that's considered to be like the Tainas Shema. Shema, maybe you found the two. Maybe you found the two. I cannot be Mechayvish for on the second shore. So that's what Rabbi Yitzchak says. So when you have a Tainas Bori, you can make the guy swear. But <coughs> only a tiny Shema, <coughs> you cannot make the guy swear. So my time, what's the reason? Because Shvarim and Atchina Adadi. Shvarim, they pull apart from one another. But Kizim Lamin Atchina Adadi. Fine. Last case of Rabbi Yitzchak. Shnei Shvarim Kishur Matsosa. So again, the guy brings back one ox. And, he, and, 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 the, and the owner is the Taveya. He says, one second. I had two tied together. You must have found the two. Now, we already learned. If he were to say, well, I only found the one, there's no shvur. Because it's only a time of Shem. It's not a time of Bari, right? That you found the two together. But in this case, the person who found it says like this. He says, what are you talking about? It's true. I did find the two together. But I already gave you back one of them. This is the second one. I don't owe you the first one because I already gave you the first one. Says Rab Yitzchak, in this case, that it's a t- it is a time is buried because you're being moided that you found the two. You're agreeing. It means if you weren't agreeing that you found the two, then you have a svar that the oxen pull from one another, and it's very possible you only found the one, which weakens my taina, that you found the two. Because no, but you said you found the two. The only shayel is, did you return both of them, only one? Then that's classical mode of a mixtas. So therefore, lechora, you have to take the oath. So two out of the three cases over here, you have to take the oath. But Lechora comes out though, in this, all three cases really, the person is being Meshiva Veda. Yeah. Means you don't know that the guy found it, right? You're not talking about, I saw you, if it's, I saw you find it, then it's a Bari. There's no question. And I'm being Tevea. It's, Ashavaz Veda means without you coming to me, I wouldn't have known the Chlau. So therefore this is, so therefore Lechora, this is, should be classical Ashavaz Veda. So in all three cases, asks the Gemara. He shouldn't swear. He shouldn't have to swear because of the Takana of Meshav Aveda. That's the Gemara's Kasha. So when's Rabbi Yitzchak, what? Leishbley Hamotzi Metziah, Lo Yishava, Lechor of Yitzchak's in Amaira. How could he argue with the Mishnah, right? That, uh, that it says, Amotzi Lo Yishava, Mipnei Tikuna Olam. That's the Takana of Ashavaz Aveda that it was established. Someone says like this, that what does Rabbi Yitzchak, you're right, Rabbi Yitzchak cannot argue with the Tana, but he actually has a Tana that supports him. Where's the Tana that supports him? Says the Gemara like this, Huda Amar Rebeleza ben Yaakov. He holds like Rebeleza ben Yaakov. What does Rebeleza ben Yaakov hold? So we're going to see Rebeleza ben Yaakov holds that not in all cases do we invoke the din of Ashava Saveda. We'll see in a moment when now. He says like this, the Samuel into the Brice, Rabbalism Yaakov Oimer, Pa'amim Sha'adam Nishbal Tainus Atzmo. That there are cases where there is going to be an obligation of an oath. And even though that obligation of the oath 
was caused by the person himself, right? Which seemed to be like an Hashavah The person came forward on his own. He was not... There was no claim against him. He came on his own. So even though there seems to be a time as Atmo, he still, he caused the time against him. He still has to take a shvul. Where's the example? Ketzad. Monoladicha biyodi. So let's have the case over here. Right? Reuven goes to Shimon and he says like this. He says, Shimon, your father, right? I mean, Shimon's father, he said, your father, uh, be, uh, before he died, gave me a hundred dollars. Right? Either lent it to me or what gave it to me to watch. The achaltiv pras. Achaltiv pras means I gave him to eat a half, which means basically I pay back fifty, but I still have the balance, the remaining fifty. I still owe him, and therefore I'm going to pay it to you. To you. So in such a case, hareze nishbo. Right? In such a case, says Rab Lesben Yaakov, in such a case, he has to swear on the remaining 50, I mean, I'm sorry, on the first 50, that what? That he gave it already. That he gave it already, right? And this is the case where he's swearing on his own time. I mean, it's his own claim that caused him to take an oath, right? Because technically, the only reason he's swearing on the first 50 uh, uh, because he admitted he to. to the second 50. Yeah. Right? If he would have kept quiet, he wouldn't he have had to swear the yeah. But he, because he admitted that he owes the second 50, they wouldn't even admit it because the Chorah was no Tviya against him. He said, I owe you the second 50. So based on his own claim that I paid the first 50, he has to take the... That's a classical Meshav Aveda because the Chorah, if he would have kept quiet, he wouldn't have had to pay anything. anything. So how can you make him take an oath? This is not a din of, uh, of Meshav Aveda. Who potter and then his potter. So even though he is a Tana, but it seems to be that this was an accepted Takana of Tikkun Olam that Meshav Aveda does not have to make a Shua. So the Chayra, why should he make him have to take an oath in this case? So Gmora says like this, I'll tell you what Pshat. What is Pshat in Rebuzman Yaakov? Amorav betaanai cotton. So he says like this, the case was that that Shimon's uh, son was a minor, and he actually came to Reuven, didn't my father, I remember my father heard, I heard that he said he gave you a hundred dollars. Then Reuven said, yeah, he did give me a hundred dollars, but fifty of it, I already paid him back. Now the point is, that, that therefore it's not like a regular Meshav Aveda, because uh, a regular Meshav Aveda, nobody's coming to claim from him initially. In this case, Somebody is coming to claim for him initially. That's why Rabbi Yaakov holds that you have to be made, that you have to make the shvu of Maidim and Mitzvah. So says like this, one second. If it's a cotton, we have a, a Mishnah that tells us the favorite is that the Mishnah says in Shvuas is that you never swear on the kind of a cotton. The cotton comes to you and says, you owe me such and such, the cotton can't make you take an oath. So how could in this case there be an invoking of the din of Moed of Mitzvah if the claim was made by a cotton? So what is it like this? Cotton? Medium Mishasha is bay. Does he have any substance to him? Is it, ba- is it has any value of a claim? That if it's a timer that's made by a cheresh, is an imbecile. A shaita, a cheresh of shaita is a deaf mute. A shaita is an imbecile. A cotton is a minor. That, that all three of them cannot invoke a shvur. 
Someone says, you're right. What did Rav mean that it's a cotton over here? It's actually an adult that is coming. The, the son of Reuben actually is post-bar mitzvah. He's an adult. So if he's an adult, then why are you calling him a cotton? I'll tell you why. Because generally, children don't know the finances of the parent. So therefore, he has the status in terms of knowledge of what's going on concerning his father's matters, like a child. Meaning like this, he comes and he says, I think I heard my father say that he lent you a... He says, it's, it's not a... We don't give it... It's not really a substantive claim. That's why it's called like a cotton, but it's still an adult. It is an adult making the claim. So what is it? My cotton, Godel. So my curly cotton. So why are they calling him a cotton? So the guy by Mili Davua comes to the because his father doesn't financial matters. Cotton who? So what is it? Fine. But at the end of the day, he is a Godel and he's claiming that he knows that his father gave, gave Ruben a hundred dollars. So what is it? If that's the case, so then now, Rabbi and Yaakov makes sense, because that's a din of motive and mitzvah. Somebody's claiming, it's not a Shavasat Veda. So first of all, the question is though, but then why do Rabbi and Yaakov prefaces, that sometimes a person play, uh, has to pay and uh, make a shvur on Hodas Atzmo. This is not Hodas Atzmo. Why is it not Hodas Atzmo? Because no, no, I'm sorry, and Tainus Atzmo was lost. It's not Tainus Atzmo, because there was a claim against him by this adult, right? So first of all, it's difficult. Why are you calling it a Tainus Atzmo? And second of all, the Chachamim are difficult, says Rashi. Because according to Chachamim, this is not Hashav HaSaveda. There is a claim against you. So why do they hold, in this case, after your potter? So Yachim, Tainus Atzmo, Tainus Acherimu. Someone says, you're right. Tainus Acherimu, Das Atzmo. The way, what it was, even mean time, there's no, there was no time against you. There was a time as a and there was a time against you, but it was a hodaz atmo. Because you could have said to this cut, to this I guy, don't know what are you talking about? But the fact is, it's time as a chair and hodaz atmo. Right? So what is it like this? One second. Every mode of the mixtas is a hodaz, is a time as a chair and hodaz atmo. So therefore, then this would be, uh, this would be the regular rule, not just in there sometimes, that all you're time. all times, right? That's for, so for sure it's difficult to have Lozav and Yaakov. And in the Chachamim, it's just as difficult because why isn't this a classical case of motive and mixtas? Why do they say this Hashav is Avedo? So, Brad Gemara, Kuluhu, all cases, Ta'amta Nami, Ta'anas Acherim, Kulu Ta'amta Nami, Ta'anas Acherim, Ha'udas Atzma. Every time motive mixtas is that scenario, right? Elon says it more like this. Now, with, with Rashi, you're going to learn the sheet as Rashi. Going back to the point was, that it was not an adult. Ruvain's, uh, uh, Shimon's son that came to Ruvain that initiated this was a child. Right? Now, we had a kasha though, if it's a child, then, Zahoyra, no, no then it's, it's, it's garnish, it's nothing. So, so therefore, it should be like a regular Meshavah Veda. It shouldn't, so why doesn't Rabbi Lozman Yaakov agree that it's a regular dinner of Meshavah Veda and it should be potter? We're gonna see, the ones are like this. The way, we're gonna learn this like Rashi. So therefore, Elah really it is talking about a child. In order to understand this, you have to know, understand another Gemara. There's a famous Gemara that appears a number of times uh, uh, in, in, in Shas. And, 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 and what's, the, what's the situation? Is that Rabbah asked a question. Did the Rabbah come to They're arguing in uh, 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 explaining Shita of Rabbah. I mean, how do you apply the Shita of Rabbah? Now, what it means like this, even though Rabbah, by the way, lived 
generations after Rav Lozman Yaakov and the Chachamim, but they're arguing concerning a principle that will come out many years later, but this is the principle that they argue. Rabbi asked the following question, an interesting question. He says, the Chorah, there is a tool of believability in the Torah. It's one of the Torah believabilities that we have in God in Torah. It's called a Migu. What is a Migu? Migu is saying is that if I claim something and it's the lesser of what I could have said. So I should be believed because if I was lying, I, I would make I would make a bigger claim, a better claim that would be better in my would for me. So Rabbi asked the question. So why doesn't every mode of the mixes have a migu? Right? Believe me that I only owe you fifty. You make me take an oath. But believe because if I wanted to lie. I would say zero. I would say zero. So therefore, why isn't every mode of amikzas? Why does he have to make the shvur? He should be believed completely that he doesn't owe any money because of uh, because of a migvur, right? That's the Dama Rabbi Mitnei Ma'am Ratayra Mitnei Mitzvah Satani Yeshava. Why should he have to be to swear? Why should he have? Why should he not believe that he doesn't owe any money based on the migvur? So let me explain to you outside. Someone is going to say like this. Is that Rabbah holds that, that, and again, this is the common scenario. The common scenario is, is that, uh, Ruben comes to Shimon and says to him, he says, listen, you owe me a thousand dollars. Now, Shimon is not a thief. He really would like to pay the thousand dollars, but Lemaisa, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it, and he doesn't want to admit but he doesn't have it. Now, $500, he figures, maybe I can catch out, I can figure out a way to pay back the $500 in the near future. The 1000 right now is too much for me. So you know what? I'm going to push the guy off. And I'm going to tell him, you know what? I only owe you 500 But in the back of his mind, he'll come back uh, uh, three, four months late and say, you know, I remember I made a mistake, I really do owe you the remaining and give him the extra 500. But he doesn't, because if he admits right now that he owes the full thousand, they might sell his house, they might, he doesn't want to go through that right now. So therefore, he doesn't want to steal. Right? Which Rashi throws in. That's why we would allow him to make a shvur, because if we really thought that he was a goslin, then we wouldn't, we would punish him. Right. We wouldn't, not punish, we wouldn't trust him to make an oath. So therefore, but we really believe that, 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 that he wants to pay the full amount. But now, Lechora, why doesn't he then de- deny the whole amount? He really would like to say, right now it's very hard for me to pay anything back. So why don't he just say, he could be called for a call. He says, because there is a chazaka. Somebody lent you money. He did you a favor. Ain Adam May is that in front of a person has done you such a favor to out and out the kofarakol a person would not be willing to do. And therefore, the most you could allow yourself to do in front of this guy is to say what? I have. But really you do owe the second half. Because you're just going to pay it later. Now the Torah knows that this is the mindset of a person. The Torah is concerned, the Torah was concerned, that what happens, you say, I'm going to pay him back, that happens. You know what could end up happening? Three months go by, four months go by, the person will end up rationalizing or whatever, it'll be forgotten. You won't end up getting the second half. So the Torah says, if you admit to half of it, we're going to make you swear on the second half, right, in such a case. Now, that's why, by the way, there's no migu. Because amigo means, believe me, 
that I only owe the first half because if I didn't owe the first half, I I, if, if, I, if I want, I'm sorry, if I was a liar, I'd have been called for a call. We're not dealing with dinner motive mix. It's not because we think that you are a God's a liar. We just think you're, you're trying to slip away. You're trying to avoid having to admit to the full amount. So therefore, that's why we make you take the oath. Okay? That's how Rob explained it. Now, the question is like this. You have a situation over here that it's the father died. So the person that he is dealing with over here was the child. The child came and said, I know my father lent you... No. Now the question, the same chazok of Ein Adon Megi is Bifnei Balchovo would it be with a child as well as the father? That's the question. Now, Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov holds yes. The same way as Ein Adon Megi is Bifnei Balchovo is Ein Adon Megi in even the minor, even in a minor child, ain't other maze. Therefore, therefore, there's no din nigu over here, and also we can't. There's no din of Ashavas Aveda over here because it's not Ashavas Aveda. He he would not. He can't. He has to. He has to admit to part of it because even if it's only a child. So therefore, he has to, in such a case. He has to admit. The Chachamim hold the exactly opposite. Yes, I swear. Chachamim hold that other mayas, If it's a child, even if the child would be an adult. Even if be a guttle, a person has no compunction being mayus. Therefore, this is a classical Ashavas Aveda. Because no, they, they gotta just, you gotta keep quiet. Imagine, he didn't have to swear. The only thing is, is no, there's no embarrassment factor over here. There's no ha'azah if he doesn't want to be mayus in front of about. So therefore, the fact that he doesn't, so therefore you gotta give the, at least the takana of Meshav Aveda will kick in over here. That, that's how you learn this. So let's see it inside. He says like this. So therefore, this person, in fact, is very hard for him to pay back right now, and he'd rather push the guy off completely and deny the whole amount. Right? Now, it doesn't mean that he's a Ghanav or a Gaza, and we wouldn't let him swear otherwise, says Rashi. It's because a person would not, we don't allow, a, a person would not be too embarrassed to have the chutzpah to tell Baal Chayv that's claiming the money that I, it's zero, I owe you zero. Or the cooler boy, the lady lay. And the truth is, is that he really wants to admit the oh, full amount. But what is, but he's trying to slip away from him because he doesn't have the money, he wants to pay him later. He thinks to himself, when I get the money, of course I'll pay him back. I just can't do it right now. So Amrachman Akash Borgu shows up and says, one second. Rami this guy needs a shwan in Rashwil I want him to admit the whole amount. Why do you want him to admit the whole amount under oath right now? Because uh, we're afraid that if we let him slip away right now on the second half, might not end up happening. So what's gonna do with us? This din of ain't other maze with ne bal chayvay doesn't make a difference whether that's in front of the actual bal chayv or the son. So therefore, ain't a maze. But he'll got love mesha veda. Then you can't call us a mesha veda because he doesn't have the ability to say lo hayidvarim olam because he's not going to say that to the child. Right. Therefore, he only might, but he might have to half of the money. Oh, might have mixed up. Make him take a shul on the second half. Yeah, there is such a chazaka, ain't not a maze with Nebal Choy, but you know who that chazaka was said by? 
the father, the one actually lent him the money, Aval Bibnoi Mayes, but concerning the son, he would be Mayes. And since he wasn't Mayes, then therefore he's considered to be Meshah Abed. Now, one prat that Rashi brings down here is important, important because we learned before that the says in Meseches Shvus is that Enish Boyin on the Taina of a cotton. So how does Rabbi Lozer get Rabbi Yaakov explain it? It still says Enish Boyin al He says like this. He says that the, the way Rashi explains it that the Gemara over there is talking about where the child is saying, I lent you the money. Mm. He says, it's when the, the maisa of obligation was created by the child. So then Allah is, if the child is claiming that he is the source of why you owe the money, then ain't nishboyin al tainas cotton. Rabbi Lodman but it's different where here he's not claiming that he's the source of the obligation. What he's saying? In my fault. There, Rabbi Lodman Yaakov holds that that definition doesn't apply. There you could have a shvur on the maisa of the cotton concerning the father. That's the, so as the Chachamim say, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, since there's no concept of Ein Adameyiz, yeah. Still, there should not be a shvua over here because this person could have been called for a code. And therefore, this is classical Mesh of Aveda. And since it's classical Mesh of Aveda, a mishpah. The, the, the raid we have to get into here, I'm not going to get into too much, that if in fact, therefore, there is this migu, then why do you need to call it a takana of... It's not a takana of Meshva Veda. It's based on the nigger. I'm not going to get into it right now. That, but that's something to think about. That's something before she can deal with you. Let's go on. Uh, just a quick question. This are the Yitzchak cases, though. Don't quite uh, agree with this case. The Yitzchak may provide all these cases. Why doesn't it agree? Because uh, these cases are all with Sia. All of them are no, but he learns it's about a cotton that was initiated by a child. He's learning these cases were initialized. No, no, that was the more was asking on those cases of Islam. What happened to Meshavah Veda? It was all explaining those cases. It was all explaining those cases. What happened to Meshavah Veda? Was it a child? A child initiated. But all three cases were about it was initiated by a child, right? That's what, the, that's what the Gemara said. So therefore, in all three, except the Gemara says that it's only true if there's a timeless bari. But it's not a timeless bari. Then you understand. It's not, I, I, right, then, then you can say it's not really it's a timeless... Uh, right. It's right. So let's go on. Let's go back to it. There's no need for the takanaus. Right. Um, what are we up to? Mishnah. Okay. Zog David Mishnah. Now, there is a concept of an apotropos. An apotropos is like an executor, an administrator of an estate. And we're going to see there's two types of apotropos. There's a self-appointed apotropos. Somebody that was the next-door neighbor, really close to the family. The parents die, they're Yosemim, or the father dies, Yosem. And this person helps out. And we're going to say, once you take it upon yourself to be an administrator of the estate... There's certain obligations, right? People, uh, everyone wants to help without, a, without responsibility. But if you have put yourself in a position that you want to help, sometimes you have to assume a certain level of... There's another type of administrator that the father said before he died, I want this person to be the executor of the estate. And therefore, based it in such a case, will fulfill the wishes of the father and appoint this person as the executor of the estate. So, what's that? No, only obviously he has to agree, right? Right. There's also, by the way, an executor that is appointed by based in just because they see a need. And there is no next door neighbor who is 
helping out. But that would be like similar to the case of where the father said, please agree to be the executor, and basically will give him the powers of an executor. Now let's see. Yusuf David Mishnah, Yusuf Mishnah, Yusuf Mishnah, Yusuf Mishnah, Yusuf Mishnah, Yusuf the next door neighbor, they were relying on him to help. The, now, or the case was that it wasn't just the guy who was stepping in to fill a role. The case was that uh, that the top of Nunbezim at Aleph, the Mishnah. Or the case was that the father actually appointed these uh, these this person to be the executor of the estate. The din is like this. We're going to see that Trumas and Maestras, you cannot, you have to do yourself, separated from being uh, Tevel, so that you're allowed to eat, or you have to make a Shuliyah. But if you didn't officially appoint someone as a Shuliyah, somebody can't just, I'm going to go do, the fa- do a favor and do it on him. No, you have to be appointed. So in these cases, where they are the Apotrophists, it's considered as if they've been appointed, and therefore if they want to give the, 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 the Yusomim something to eat, they, without giving a shlichus, they, it's considered like a shlichus, they're allowed to go ahead and separate the trumas and maishas for the yosomim to eat. Now, abadrabah shemino abi yosomim. Now, the din is like this. Let's say these yosomim, when they get older and they're able to start managing their own estate, so we're going to see that based into a full audit. They do a full audit about, of, of what the assets are, what they were originally and what they are now. And the Apotropos has to take an oath. It's a special takana of the Ashwar for the Apotropos. He has to take an oath that what? That he did not mismanage or take anything from the estate that he was not allowed to go ahead and take. So so that the father, this one was the legal appointment of the father, Yeshavu, Yeshava. He has to take the oath. However, we know... So, so I'm sorry. I, I, I could, I, I could, if, if, if the father appointed him, Yishava. right, then Yeshava. But me know basin. So I, I, I misspoke. It doesn't always mean if the father appointed him that necessarily the basin went and did it. So we actually have three different levels over here. There's a guy that on his own stepped in and did it. There's a guy that the father said, would you go ahead and do it? And there's a person that based in, went ahead and said, just go ahead and do it. But the one is going to say, the difference is that if it's a person that the father asked as a favor to go ahead and do it, but it wasn't officially appointed and based in, that fellow has to take an oath that there was no conflict of interest, that there was nothing taken that should not have been taken uh, from, from, from the Yosomim. But if Bastin appointed this guy, this was a Bastin appointment, then you are not allowed to ask this fellow to make an oath. So therefore, we know Bastin, lo Yeshav. We'll see the Svaras in this later. He says to me the swara is exactly the opposite. Is if it's me no based in exactly then you swear. The father asked the guy to do a favor, then that's the case you don't have a right to swear. We'll see the swaras and it's probably gonna be tomorrow's doubt. First case, nobody's we'll talk about because this is like this it's not addressing when he steps in on his own. own. We'll see we have to base on the swaras tomorrow. Let's go back to We're at the Gemara on Mundays Madalif. Right. who the one has the following question, right? This is, and we had this in in in, in Masechus Kedushin. It says, "Kain tarimu gamatem trumas Hashem." So too, you shall separate for the kohanim. Now it says gamatem. Those two words are extra. 
Kain Tarimu, Truma Hashem. What do you mean, Gamatem? Mm-hmm. So from here we actually learn out from the, the Rabbos, Shluchachim, that you can make a Shliach to take Truma for you. So it doesn't have to be you, Gamatem, the Rabbos, Shluchachim. But it also excludes certain people. Now, who are excluded from taking Truma? So it says like this, Atem, the Shutfim. If you have two people that joint, jointly own a field, so therefore, but one cannot say, well, since he's my partner, I'll take on his behalf. No. Unless he officially appoints you to take the truma, makes you the shlia, you cannot go ahead and do it on his behalf. Atem below arisin, if you have a sharecropper on his own chalik, he can take it, but he can't take trumas and maestres on the part that goes to the owner. And atem below apotropin, it says that you have to do it and you can't have the apotropis take it on behalf of the estate. So what is it's a, com, a direct contradiction to what we learned in our mission. Our mission says that Petropin can do it yeah. for the Yisomim. Right? And, and, and the, lo, the last clause, the Loa Torah Meshayin Shalom, Rashi learns in the first chant that this just explains all the cases. That from here we learn, the Loa Torah if it's not yours, you cannot do it for someone else unless what? Shliach. You made your Shliach. These are not the cases of Shliach, therefore we can't do it. Kasha on our Mishnah. So I'm Rav Chisda Lekasha. Kan laachil, kan lahaniyah. And one says a very interesting Rav Chisda and a very interesting chiluk. He says that the power of the apotropis is only that he could take truma if they mamish right now. There's an, an immediately they need breakfast, they need lunch, they need dinner, they need what to eat right now. They have the power to act as a shliach to go ahead and separate the trumas and meisters. Mm-hmm. However, let's say in six months' time, these, these, the estate, the children, are going to become adults, and they could separate themselves. So you want to do them a favor. I'll separate and put into a storehouse. That means when they become adults, they don't have to worry about separating the trumas and meisters themselves. I'll do it for them. No. That's not for them to eat right now. You leave a tevo in the storehouse, and when they get old enough, they'll do it themselves. Now, obviously, we're not talking about over here that it's going to get ruined, because that's like lahachil. I mean, it's like lahachil that, that, they, that they, 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 it's an emergency situation, then you can do it. But just to do it as a convenience, they don't have a right to represent the estate and go ahead and do it. The Hatanya, Rashi says, we've been nechusa. It's not asking a kasha. It's actually bringing this as a support. Hapatropin, tarmin, or masrin, that they can take trumas and maestres, lahachil, only if it's for purposes of what? That the uh, recipient, the, the, the estate, need to eat it right now. But But if it's to put it aside and make it easier for convenience for later on, they're not allowed to do it. They also allow to sell animals and slaves and maidservants, bought in houses, sodos, fields, crumb and vineyards, if the purpose is of the sale, because right now the estate needs something to eat, they don't have. So you're allowed to sell off S assets for the Estomim to have something to eat. But but if you're just doing this because you think it's a better investment, let's leave it in, uh, in, in money form as opposed to... Rashi says, two sforas, why you're not allowed to do it. He says, number one, first of all, that who says that the money is a safer way of keeping it? That money could get stolen, whereas as a, in a field form, it would not necessarily be stolen, number one. And number two, he says they also sent this, this sentimentality, what do you call it? Do you have a... Uh, well, sentimental value. Uh, the sentimental, you don't know. They maybe want to keep that slave or that, that, that piece of, of property and not, and not have it in money in the back. So you don't have a right to go ahead and do it. But for food purposes, 
you can go ahead and make the sale. All right. So therefore, like this. And similarly, it doesn't only have to be... What's the place? It doesn't only have to be things that are, are, are right of, of, of that of that nature, like animals and slaves and, and land. It could even be perishables. Bogleham Paris, they can sell their they sell off their produce, yenos, their wines, running their oils, saltos, their flour, lahachil again, so that they, with the with the money it's to directly right now support and feed the Yasomim. Avalolaniya, but again not to put aside. Now I think it means Pasha means but obviously if you're not gonna sell it it's, really it's gonna be it's gonna go bad, so then I think it has the same din of Lahachil. Alright, let's go back to it. Also, you can spend money, children, for chinuch purpose. That the father been here, he's obligated to mechanech the children. So you can buy for them money, use money to buy for them a lulav for arova. There used to be a mitzvah of the of arova, like uh, they used to. I think it's referring to that mitzvah, even though uh, it's done by the kohanim. They used to go on uh, what we do at Shonarabah today is they walk around with the arova, right? I don't know if that's the case where it's referencing or not. But anyway, the sukkah you can build for them a sukkah. But tzitzis and buy them tzitzis. Bechol davrash yeshlo kids. But things that have a set amount means you go into mitzvah land. It's not something that's an ongoing expense. It has a, it has an exact amount that you're allowed to spend on those kind of mitzvahs, all kind of things for them for chinuch you're allowed to do. Lituye shofar that comes to include the shofar. Now, what do you mean? Why does it have to say to include the shofar? Because you could argue shofar. Why do they need a shofar? You could hear. Right. See, there's still an Indian that they should be able to blow their own shofar. So you're allowed to spend money of the state for them to be able to teach them how to blow their own shofar. Mm-hmm. And similarly, local lahem say for Torah that you can, you can purchase for them a Sefer Torah there because they need to study. In those days, it wasn't like a, you had, you had Sfarim. They learned, what do they study from? They have an art school. What they learned from was the Sefer Torah. You buy them a Sefer Torah. Tefillin, again, used to be the minute, not like Ashkenazim at least, that it's only Samuch Le. Right? As soon as the person's able to keep his body Gufnaki, the din was they would go out and teach them how to put on Tefillin. Mezuzahs, also again, these are all things that have a set amount of value. It's not an ongoing expense. What's that coming to include? The Tuya Megillah. Because again, Megillah, who says they need their own Megillah? Very interesting. You see a McCord, the person should try on his own Megillah. Let's go into Shul and then, and just the Yod say, no. You should teach them how to read the Megillah themselves. And therefore, even means buying their own Megillah, you go ahead and buy the Megillah. Now, however, ain't post can I lay in tzedakah. We don't, uh, uh, if there's a tzedakah that everyone has to give a certain amount every week to help support, that's an ongoing expense. It's an unlimited amount of money. Therefore, we don't do that. You can, until they become adults and want to do it themselves, we cannot allot tzedakah expenses oh, so that's on not them. Allowed. Not allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could happen every every month. There could be a shavui. There could be something that happens. We don't allow the the the, 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 the apotrophus to expend money on behalf of the estate for pidyon shvuin. Below called davrish and the kids again are not uh, and not anything that does not have a set and finite term and amount. Lituya comes to include Tanchumi Avelim. The idea there was some kind of fund that they gave money to feed the Avelim, to help the Avelim. Again, Rashi says this is going to happen every second day. It could be a Tanchumi Avelim you have to give money for. And therefore, they, you're not allowed to take it from the, the, the estate. Now, the Eina Bedrobin Rishon Lodun Lach Oibeliskois. That, that it's simple understanding of here is that if you're not Bedrobin, you're not allowed to adjudicate. You're not allowed to be the judge in a case that either is going to hurt judge against the estate 
or let's go or to help the estate. And when it says one second, but the next estate is going to the estate of the estate. So when it says let's go to my law, if what if you need his testimony or you need him to, why wouldn't he be able to say something to help the estate? Right? I understand you can't do anything to hurt the estate, but to help the estate, hurt, let them let the estate deal with it. But why can't you help oh. the estate? When it says because it means like this. It means he's not allowed to enter into. Let's say there's a claim that's being made against the estate. So he says, he says, I'm going to fight the claim. But it's not clear that he might win. He might end up losing. So it seems from Rashi over here, the person, you can either tell the person like this, one second. You can either wait until the children become older and let them Deal defend themselves. If you want the uh, Apotropos to defend, the only way we're going to allow the Apotropos to say what he said, if it ends up helping the estate. But he's not allowed to step up and do anything that might end up hurting the estate. Which means basically we're saying in such a case, obviously the person's not going to take that. <laughs> Why should I have somebody defend that I, that it's like a, a, I can't win? He's going to, what you're going to make it, the situation is, let them get older and let the assumption decide how they want to handle the claim that's being made against the estate. Right. So therefore, that he's not allowed to put a situation where it might end up hurting. He's doing it for the good purposes, but it might end up hurting. That he's not allowed to go ahead and put himself in that situation if a taka might end up hurting. Now, if the guy agreed and end up helping, then fine, we'll help. But it ends up hurting, we're not going to accept the ruling. Now, let's say that Petropus thinks he's doing a good thing. These guys, in, they, they, the father left them property in Orange County. They're living right here in Los Angeles. So he says, you know what? We'll sell the land in Orange County and buy it over here. It's easier to manage. A better deal, right? Not allowed to do it. Very interesting, right? So therefore, Limkar Barocha, Viligal Vikarov, Oibarah. Let's say it was, it was five acres of Ziburis. And they want to take it and buy one acre of Idis. It looks like a better deal for the... You saw, I'm not allowed to do it. Alright? The legal and the offer. And to use it, that money to purchase with it. Yafa, better, better quality land. My time. The Dilma Mishtadfin. Because it's very interesting. Each land has its mazel. You might think that it's better... Here, then there, how do you know the next, the next, uh, the next, uh, earthquake could be happening over here, and the houses and everything could be ruined over here if you would have left it there. over there? Was that, you don't have a right, therefore, to go ahead. What you think is beneficial for the assumption doesn't necessarily mean it's beneficial for the assumption. Sounds to me like there's almost like a mazel. Each piece of property, each side has a mazel. You have to leave it. You can't mess with it. Now, again. We're not talking about if they need it for 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 Sora for Achille. We said you're allowed to sell. Also, let's say they feel you know what land. I don't think it's a good idea to keep it in land. Let's get, let's sell the land and we can get more ROI if we buy slaves, right? Aval, but however, what is the other way around? The Tanakhama holds Avamochin Avodim Belogim and Sadas. That taka is a better because Avodim. It's not a good thing that because who's watching these Avodim? Now you might end up being running away. So therefore, to to lock it into real estate, that is a better thing to go ahead and do. He says again the same idea. He says you don't have a right because you think it might be a better lock to take the Avodim and lock the real estate. You don't have a right to do that. Let them get older. Let them decide how they want to handle it themselves. My time, huh?
And actually, he gives a different reason, which you have to look into this maybe more for But he says like this, is also real estate, aside from the fact, again, real estate might end up getting ruined by the elements, whatever, but an Ebed also might, but there's a different problem with real estate, that it might not be tranquil, meaning you don't know what kind of liens. It might be stolen property. When you start dealing with purchasing property, there's a whole bunch of problems that could end up happening that you're not aware of. That you're not aware of. So you think it's a better deal because he, yeah, it's more controllable than Avodim. On the other hand, you're opening up yourselves right now to a whole, uh, a, a whole bevy of, of issues that might end up happening. Let's keep going. The drop in Rishayin lehotzi Avodim lecherus. They're not allowed to release Avodim. They don't have a right. You don't own the ever to release him. Only the owner can release him. They don't have a right to go ahead and release him. Let's say they need money. What they can do is they can sell the Evid to somebody else. Now that sale is representative of the owners because they need it for food. Therefore now the new guy, if he wants to, he could release them. So therefore you could go ahead and but they themselves, the Abba don't have a right to go ahead and release. So he could be call, but he cannot release. He can't Correct. get stuff. Now Rebbe Omer, Omer Ani, Abu Nosen right? He says like this, he says that the they could sell it to himself. Sell. If the Abba wants to pay for the Evid, that's the same thing. It says that it's like selling, it's like being sold to the, to the Abba no difference. You can sell it to a third party, you can sell it to the Abba Again, we trust the Abba it's going to take an anyway, that he didn't play any monkey business. So why not let him do it? In, as long as he's willing to put up the money, you can't just uh, uh, unilaterally release the other, but he's willing to pay for it, then he doesn't have to sell it to anyone else. That's Rebbe's opinion. Alright. The last thing we said is there's an audit. At the end of the, uh, uh, when the uh, when the become older, they have to take a full audit and they need to take an oath that uh, that they did not take anything for themselves. He says, I don't believe that we... we, 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 we if you trusted the Apotropos, then you don't need to do this full audit and require him to take an oath. Also, an Apotropos has to be someone that you feel is able to do the job. So it can't be Nashim. Nashim is that interesting. It's Nashim. They, they have their own homes and families to be taken care of. They cannot give it the full focus that it requires. Avadim, he says, we don't trust them. And Ketanim don't have the ability to make the right decisions. But in Minan Aviyasomim, but let's say the father appointed them as the Avatropos. You can't tell the father who he can trust or who he cannot trust. So therefore, Nashim Ketanim would be functional as Avatropin if it was the father that appointed. Arshuz Biyodah, he has the right to go ahead and do it. How Avatropos Davish was the Rabmeir? There was a certain Avatropos that was in the, in the neighborhood of Rabmeir. The Havakam Mezavin Arasa. Now, he was selling the land of the Avatropos, of the, of the, uh, Yastome, of the estate. And we just learned that what? You cannot. You're not allowed to do it. Right? But Zavin Abdin, he would, and he was investing in slaves. So it wasn't to feed them. He was selling land and buying slaves. Below Shafkir Rameh, Rameh did not allow him to do it. When that Rameh went to sleep that night, he had a, a, he had a, a vision. He saw in the dream that, like a, 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 a Baruch was saying, I'm trying to destroy this estate. Right, I put in the mind of this Avodropos that he should sell the land and buy Avodim because it actually will take the money away from the estate to destroy the estate. And you're trying to build up the estate by not letting the Avodropos sell the land. 
Even so, Rav Meir paid no attention to it. Ah, he had this uh, dream about it. Why not? We don't pass an halacha from Dibre Chaloimus. They have no halachic uh, value, and therefore uh, I don't take it into account. There were these two people that the Sutton in, uh, instigated, right? And the whole Shimsha, every Arab Shabbos, they got into a major fight every Friday. There's actually, uh, there's a woman says that there's a, there's a Malach that tries to get fights between husbands and wives. The time you're going to always fight with your wife, Erev Shabbos. But this Malach was fighting between two, two, of these, uh, two of these people were getting to fight every Erev Shabbos. arrived in that city, Akvinu, he incarcerated them. He locked them up. Every Erev Shabbos, he locked the two of them up in separate cells that what? They won't fight. They won't fight. So Tzlosa went three weeks that way, like a chazaka. Ada Averluhu Shalma until they made peace between each other, and once he established they don't fight Arab Shabbos, then they stop fighting on Arab Shabbos. Shameh he heard a a Basko to Kamar Void after it of Mela who governed Basin. Rahmeir's kicked this person out of his house. I mean the Sutton has I have no room here anymore. My job was to get them to fight every Shabbos. He's kicked me out of my house because now he's not allowing them to make them to med fight. Let's go fight her. Hahu Abitrop is the Habish was the Rabbi Levi. There was an Abitrop an executive in the in the, in the neighborhood of Rishovan Levi. He was selling uh, land and he was buying oxen. Shouldn't let him do it. I, we had a problem. How do we allow? We said, how could he allow him to sell the land and invest in another asset again by slaves? So why did he buy oxen? So Sabra Lok Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Shulman Lady held the Rabbi Yosi. Tanya Rabbi Yosi. Miyama Lok Rasa Ishti Ishti. I never called my wife wife. Well, the Shari Shari. I never called my ox ox. Ella Ishti, my Ishti was Daisy. She is the house. The wife is the house. I always called her Daisy or, 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 because she, Daisy, she is my house. But the Shari Sadi, and my, my ox is my field. A field cannot exist without the ox. So therefore, that's why Shimon Levi held that to, it's like, it's like Lachilo. Since they need the field to be able to produce, you're allowed to sell the, uh, it's like, almost like that's a necessity that he allowed these fields to be sold to buy oxen to work the remaining fields, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to work them. Hanahu, Yasmi, the Willis, you said, Havasmichi Gabe, Ahusafta. They relied on as an elderly woman that they were relying on to help take care of them. Havalahu Turta, they had a cow. Shakla, Sivazivinta, she sold their cow. So, uh, so, uh, uh, so, so, the Zinta Nihilayu. So she went and sold the cow on their behalf. Right? The Asukroivim, what? I guess whatever, it seems to be for, for, for a good purpose. Now, Asukroivim, the Kameder of Nachman. Now, the, the, the relatives who were upset, right, they came and said, why is she selling off the assets of the estate? So, Amrulay, my Abidita, what did she do? The Zavna that she sold him. So Amalahu, he said, it's our Mishnah. That if they rely on somebody that's close to the family, then that person gets the status of an apotropist. So therefore, what she did has value. So therefore, that's not. That's what we learned in our Mishnah. What happened over here was that the, 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 the cow had been sold, money had not been given. Right? So, meaning that, and what happened now, and, and we're going to see, and, and the value of the cow went up. Which means that if she would have waited just a few she days, she would be able to get more money 
for it, right? And therefore, they're saying is that she just, she pulled the trigger too early. So, uh, so therefore, so and money hasn't been given yet. Now, normally in a regular Kenyan, once you do Meshicho, even if the money hasn't been given, it's done. It's done. By Kachim, you have to give the money. So now we're going to see that the money of your son is considered like Kachim. So they're tiny. Since money hasn't been given, so therefore the deal is not sealed, so we should be able to take back the cow and sell it at the higher value. So therefore, if in fact money wasn't yet taken from the Lukeah, we're going to follow the ruling of have a status of It's only a done deal if what happens, money is given. So even though Mashiach was done over here, not a done deal, and therefore they can take the cow back and sell it at a higher level. Chamre de Ravna Ukva Yasma. Ravna Ukva was a Yasin, and he had a donkey. Mashchua, I mean, not donkey, Chamre Ravna means wine. He had wine, Mashchua the Arba Arba, that was, that the, the, the buyers bought it at, at four zoos a barrel. It was four zoos a barrel they bought it. However, I care, however, it went up. The value went up to five zoos a barrel, let's say. The Kam Beshita Shah, it went up to six. Become Bashita Shita, now six zoos a barrel. So Nachman. They came to Rav Nachman and, and they wanted to know what to do because again money hadn't transpired, hadn't, hadn't, hadn't uh, transferred. So now Amar Elohu, since money hadn't been given yet, so therefore And since money hasn't sealed it, if money hasn't sealed it yet, they can take back the barrels and sell it at the higher amount. The case over here was the Yisomim are the ones who are selling the produce. So the buyer did Mashicha on the Paris and so it was only Mashicha but Kesev hadn't transpired. So from the Dine Adam, that's a valid Kenyan. It's done because Mashicha was done but from Dine Hegdish since money didn't transfer yet, so the Kenyan is not necessarily done. So I could. Now what happened over here is that the price of the produce went up. Which means from the Yusayim standpoint, they want that payers back because they could sell it at the higher rate. So therefore, they are going to pull the Hektish card. They're going to say, since Kesev did not go, even though he did Mashiach, but you didn't give, you didn't give the money for it, the Kenya is not done. So, that, uh, that's Idi's din, that, that since Kesev wasn't done, it's considered like Hektish, they can ask for it back and sell it a higher. Now, what happens over here is Zo. But what happens if the payers went down? Now, if the payers went down, even though from a Hegdish standpoint, the Kenyan wasn't closed, but that would actually hurt the Yisomim, because then what would end up happening is if the buyer could say, well, take it back, and I want to buy it at a cheaper rate. So in this case, we say, that since in a Kohedjad, in the regular sale, once the Mashiach was done, the Kenyan is done, you can't take it, you can't demand the person take it back. So therefore, Kohedjad should not be stronger than Kohedjad, even though Kesev did not transpire, but the Mashiach made it a valid Kenyan, so therefore, we go with the fact that it's a Kenyan, and the fact the money went down, the payers went down, you cannot make the Yisomim take it back. Now, Amshachu, the case over here was the Yusayman did Mashiach on Paris. So the, uh, the administrator or whatever it is did Mashiach on behalf of them, but now they're the buyers, the Yusayman are the buyers, and they did Mashiach from the seller, but they haven't given the money yet. 
Now, I care. Now, what happened? The payers went up. Now, obviously, the payers went up. They want the Kenyan to be done, even though money hasn't been given. But, lo And in the Kenyan's done. They don't have to pay the higher rate. So, of Hegdish as well. Now, Zul. Now, let's talk again. They did Mashiach. They haven't given the money yet. And the price of payers goes back. They'd like to give it back. Even though Mikach Edyet, it's a Kenyan already, but since in Hegdish the money hasn't been given, they want to give it back and buy it at a cheaper rate. So Sover me no. So they uh, they thought that the initial assumption would have been Haindudrav Chaniloy Bar Edi go with the Chaniloy Bar Edi using the Hegdish card to benefit the Yisaimim. So Amalei Rav Shisha Bereid Rav Edi. Rav Shisha Bereid Rav Edi said that in actually in this case Haro who he led to this will be to the detriment of the Yisaimim. Now why would the detriment you say to him? They could get it now at a cheap Parade. So it's, it, it, the, at that inst, they would gain, but overall they would lose. Why? Because sometimes you say men don't have cash and they need to buy on credit. So they go into the store and they want to buy on credit. Now the seller is not going to sell them on credit just letting them do Mashiach without giving the money because he knows that once they've done Mashiach, if the halacha would be that if it goes down, they can give it back and buy it at a cheaper rate. He is at a debt, he is at a disadvantage either way. If it goes up, the Kenyan, then the halacha is that they could say the Kenyan is a good Kenyan because more than If it goes down in this case, so then they're gonna, guys gonna come, they're gonna come back to him and say, let's take back your payers. So no shopkeeper is gonna want to sell on credit to the assignment. So therefore, the Zim, and sometimes Mitzvah will pay they're gonna to need to buy on credit. They need payers, they don't have the money. But like the Avalu, Ad, Yahavi, Zuzi, and no one's gonna to want to sell them until they can actually give money because of this particular point. So therefore, even though in the mechanics of it, if you give them a din of Hegdish, they should be able to say, take it back, and we want to buy it now at a cheaper rate. In this case, we don't allow the, uh, the, the, the din of Hegdish to kick in, because it would have an overall adverse effect to Yusemim. Now, Lehavu Yasmi Zuzi. In this case, they're buyers, and they gave the money to the sellers. Aperi for produce. Zul. Now, what happened over here, it went down. So, therefore, in this case... If it would be a case of hedget, where Mashiach had been done on the payros, so then, uh, then they would say, yes, take back your, take, I, 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 I only gave you the money, I didn't do Mashiach, I want my money back, and I want to buy it at a cheaper rate. And that would be okay, so you can do that for a hedget, so you can do it for the case of the Yisomim, and we don't say that Kirch Hegdash should be worse than Kirch Hedyot. So therefore, Liyah Kirch Hedyot, Chamur, more stronger than the Kirch Shalagdash. Now, here what happens if it went up? So now, if it went up, the, from the Yisraelis standpoint, they want that sale to stand because they don't want to have to get back their money and buy it at a higher rate. So therefore, so Sover Minah, the, the, the initial thought was, is Hainadurav Chani Bar'idi, that you should say that Kesef wasn't given. Kenyan doesn't work like, uh, I'm sorry, once the Kesef was given, the Kenyan is binding. The Kenyan is binding, and therefore that uh, the the seller cannot make them take back their money because and 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 and, uh, and and buy it at a higher rate because they could pull the Hegdish card. So therefore, that's what they thought to do. Again, the case was they gave the money, and the price went uh, and the price went up. So he wants to give them back their money, right? So. Uh, Aikur, Bar Idi, close the deal. Money was given, right? Too bad. 
even though in Din Hedyot you could give back the money and have them pay higher, but the Kohek that you cannot, so that would be better for them. Again, the Gemara says, Amalur, Shisha, the Raider of Edi, Haro, Hulididu. Overall, it's adverse effect to them. It's going to be to their detriment. Why? Because, speak out the following scenario, right? Which is actually, according to, why Kester is not Kaina, but this is the, this is the reason if it's a Dirabonan, is because, let's say, you gave them money, but you haven't taken the Paris. So technically, you own the payers, money was given. Like Den Hegdish, you own the payers. But the payers are still by the seller. Let's say a fire breaks out in the house of the seller. The fire breaks out of the house of the seller. He doesn't care to save your stuff. He's going to be running after his stuff. He doesn't care to save your stuff. Because it's, your, it's yours already. You gave the money, it's done. You can't back out. So therefore, it could come out to the detriment of the, uh, of the assignment. Even if you say, in this particular case... They want their, they want the money, they, they're gonna say, we don't want the money back, we want the money to be kinder, and therefore he cannot give them back, he cannot make them, uh, pay for, give back the money and pay at a higher rate. That would mean in all cases then, once the money's been given, right, the Kenyan is done, and if there's a fire that breaks out, then they're gonna say, okay, it's your tough luck, it was your, your, I means your wheat is the wheat that burns in the attic. So therefore, we said that we're, the, the, the thought was not to allow the Yisoyimim to pull the Hegdish card in this case, and if money was given, you allow the person, if it goes up, to give back the money and make them pay again, because this way, he won't be able to pull the Nisrach HaChitech and he'll take care of their payers if they a brand of fire breaks out. Right. That your 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 wheat became was burnt because the money to get the money, the Kenyan's done. We don't say the Kenyan's done where only money was given and the seller still has the, the produce. Now Yavala Zuzila Yasmiya Peri. Here the case is the other way around. Money was given to them for payers, so the buyers are uh, the sellers of the Yusayimim, the buyers gave them money. I care. Now the price went up. So therefore, in this case, if the price went up, so the Yusayimim want the higher price. Now, since in Dine Adam over here, you could give the guy back his money and make him buy it, buy it at a higher rate, so we're not going to allow, even though money was given, we're not going to make Hegdish weaker than Koch Adam. Lo the, the regular Bnei Adam's Kinyanim should not be stronger than that of Hegdish. And this is by them, Bnei Adam, you can give back the money and make the guy pay the higher rate. By Hegdish, you could do the same thing. But what happens is all? The buyers, the, 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 the buyers gave you the money, the Yisomim are the sellers, and it went down. Now obviously, they don't want the guy to pull back his money. He wants to pull back his money and buy at a cheaper rate. They don't want that to happen. It's beneficial for them to go with a Din Hegdish. So Sovereign Minal, the initial thought was, that's the Dinah Bar Idi, and the Kenyan's done, and you can't get it back, and you can't buy it at a cheaper rate. So again, Amalur of Shish Raydrav Idi, so Shish has said that actually long term, this can be to the detriment. Haro, who, Lady Tu, this is to their detriment, have an adverse effect. Why? Because sometimes they need to make a quick sale. They need money right away. 
If they need right of money right away, so they want to sell the stuff. Now they might not have the produce with them. So it's, it's, it's across town in a warehouse. They go over to somebody and say, would you want to buy this from us? We're, we're willing to sell it to you and we'll get you the produce in, uh, the next, uh, the next day we'll, 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 we'll have it shipped to your house. Fine. So he gives them money. Now, if you tell me that if that produce, the money goes down, they can say to him, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. If you tell me that the halacha is that if the uh, money would go up, if the, if the price of the produce would go up, that they can say, take back your money, all right? Uh, and, no, I'm sorry, the other way around. If you tell me that where the, where the money went down, and he wants his money back because he wants to buy it at a cheaper rate. If you tell me that, no, you can't get the money back because the Kenyan is done, all right? Nobody's going to want to give them money up front if they need to make a quick sale until they're, it's only COD, unless the, they have the, the produce to deliver. Because the person will be afraid that if it goes down, right, he would normally be able to buy at a cheaper rate. Now they're not going to let him buy at a cheaper rate. So therefore, he's not going to want to give money that's, uh, that, 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 that's gonna, that's gonna lock him in if he doesn't get the produce right away. So therefore it says like this. So, sometimes they're gonna need cash right away. And no one's gonna give them unless it's COD, unless they can deliver the payrolls. And therefore, we, the way we allow them overall to be able to make these, uh, to sell produce eat, and get cash right away is by locking it in that if it'll go down, then they're not going to, uh, I'm sorry, the way we allow it, we allow the person who's giving the money not to be, have it locked in. We allow him to pull back so that he can get it at a cheaper rate even because if they don't allow him that option, that, and and it's going to be locked in. He's not going to want to lock it in unless he gets the payers right away. All right. Um, Mora finishes off like this. The two dots. Amrav Ashi Ana Rav Kahana the Chasmin and Ashtara the Imei the Ira Yatma. That me and Rav Kahana we signed off on a document that the mother of Ira Yatma was Vizavna uh, Ara Lekarga. She was selling produce. We signed off on it that it's a valid sale because it was needed for a head tax. A head tax, you don't have a choice. It's the, the municipality demands the tax be paid and if you wait, it could have negative effects on the family and therefore, so they were able to pay off the head tax of the, for, the, for the Yusomim, for the people of the estate, selling right away. Even without an Akhrazadan. Akhraz is like taking it to auction, making an announcement so you can get the best rate that could take uh, a couple of weeks. You don't do that. You sell it right away because it's needed. It's, 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 it's in a, 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 a situation. You have to sell it right away. Tamri and Ardo, and that's was taught by the Bnei Yeshiva in Ardo, the Karga for the head tax, the Mazoni. If you need it for food, you need it right away for food, for sustenance, Lekfura, or to bury somebody from the estate, right away we sell it, we don't ask any questions, even without going and getting the best rate by taking it through an auction, we don't do that, because if you need the money right away, you need the money right away, and we allow, we signed off on such a sale, even though it was done by the administrator, but it was done on behalf of the needs of the estate. Gentlemen, have a good day.